Hello and thank you so much for tuning into the Education Burrito, podcast that unwraps the everyday challenges in learning and teaching in education, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows and different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. My name is Q Sum, and each episode I'll be joined by special guests as we unwrap the Education Burrito. Hello and welcome to this episode as part of a special podcast series to support the annual learning and teaching symposium organised by the Centre for Education, Teaching and Innovation at the University of Westminster. In this special summer 2022 series, I'll be chatting with some of the speakers who'll be giving us a flavour of their presentation and for you to have the opportunity to join us in the conversations to find out more. So for this episode, I'm so pleased to be joined by Dr. Christina Delistati, the Director of the Foundation Pathways across the University of Westminster. Christina, welcome to the podcast. It's great to join you today for this conversation, Q. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome, Christina. For those who don't know who you are, could you just give us a brief summary of your role and what do you do at Westminster? Yes, as you said, I am based at the Centre for Education and Teaching Innovation at the University of Westminster, where I am the Director of Foundation Pathways there. That means that I have the overview of all our provision in Foundation. I work together with schools and departments across the university, but also with professional services to take initiatives to support Foundation students. But also, I lead developments in new approaches to teaching and learning at foundation level. So it's a very varied role. I work with some amazing colleagues, both within SETI and, as I said, across the university, and with some very, very inspiring students, because foundation students are very inspiring students indeed. It's a varied role, and it's a very exciting role, so I'm very pleased to be able to work in this position. That sounds amazing, Christina. Well, for the upcoming Learning and Teaching Symposium, because that's what these special episodes are about, you'll be sharing about the values and principles underpinning a foundation mentoring scheme to enhance community belonging. Could you just give us a brief summary of what this is about? Well, it is about our mentoring scheme for foundation students, as you said. It's a pilot scheme that we run this year, this academic year, and its aim is to support new foundation students to adjust to university life, basically, to adjust to study in higher education with a particular angle to it. We want to encourage community creation and belonging to the students. And the reason for this is twofold. We have found that foundation students often lack a sense of belonging to the university which they study because they often come with feelings that um, they are not entitled to be in this place. Many foundation students lack the necessary grades to go directly to level four. So they come with this sense that, you know, I really shouldn't be here. So we want to encourage this feeling that, yes, you are entitled to be here and you belong to this community. And also it is well established that feelings of connectedness are elements of student success. So encouraging this community creation is important in creating feelings of connectedness and belonging. So that's one aspect that the mentoring scheme uh, wants to do. The other is, of course, to share the experience of former 
foundation students. So mentors are former foundation students. They don't teach anything. So we don't ask them, for example, to teach any academic skills or to explain any disciplinary knowledge. Our scheme is not there to replace academics or to replace professional services. It's to add to what they do. So our mentors simply share their learning experience. So they share their tips for teaching, what worked for them, what didn't work, or who to ask for help, or sometimes how to to phrase a question to ask for help. So this is what they do. And we run this uh, pilot scheme this year, as I said, and uh, we are going to extend it because we had very positive feedback from students, both mentors and mentees. So we're going to extend it next year to all our foundation programs across the university. That sounds fantastic. And it's great from what you just shared, how students coming into foundation are actually to university. It's the importance of that community building. It's finding out what there are in university, but also finding out how they will fit into the community. And that's what you've mentioned there, especially for the foundation year and for the foundation mentoring scheme. If I may just wind back a bit, what inspired you to come up with this mentoring scheme for the foundation students? Oh, that's a a really nice question. So what what inspired our scheme is twofold, basically. We are aware of the particular needs of foundation students, as I said, that they often don't feel that they belong to university. So that was one thing, realizing and identifying the needs of our students. But the second aspect of this was that they have been particularly badly affected by the pandemic. So we know that women and people from ethnic minorities have experienced the pandemic in particularly negative ways. Our students are mainly female from ethnic minorities, and these are the two groups that have been particularly negatively um, affected by the pandemic. So we had feedback from everywhere, from colleagues, from uh, professional services, from students themselves, that there is a lot of anxiety a lot of feelings that uh, students may get it wrong, for example, around assessment, or that they will be exposed as frauds if they ask particular questions. So the, the question for me was, what can we do to support these students in these particular circumstances? How can we support them to feel that they're not frauds, that they can be part of the university? What mechanisms can be in place in addition to, not instead of, academic and professional support. There is strong evidence that peer-to-peer learning is beneficial and that indeed contributes to creating these feelings of connectedness and belonging that I was saying earlier. So these two aspects, the pandemic and the particular needs of foundation students, are really at the heart of the scheme. That sounds wonderful. You've mentioned a few things that I want to just reiterate and highlight. First of all, mentioning the collaboration between professional services and academics, but also understanding students as cohorts, understanding them as individual, especially through the past few years of this pandemic that we've, we've experienced and we are still experiencing. The work that you've kind of liaising and collaborating with professional services and colleagues across the university. Could you just share a bit with us about those networks that you are trying to build through the Foundation Mentoring Scheme? Yes, before I can answer this, I have to say, to to talk a bit about the principles behind the mentoring scheme, because I think it is important to talk about these principles. The reason is that principles are often 
implicit in our work. We don't always articulate them, but I think they're important because they really shape our behaviors and our decisions. And, uh, you know, building this network, as you said, is part of this decision. So I will elaborate on this one. So in terms of our uh, principles, they are important because they also affect the types of initiatives we take. And of course, you know, that um, affects student outcomes as well. So the, the main principle behind the mentoring scheme is aspects of social justice. So as I said, the pandemic, I was talking about, you know, how it affected our students. It also brought uh, on the surface existing inequalities. And it also uh, exaggerated uh, some of those that we already knew, for example, access to the Internet, to devices that we can teach students uh, from and so on. So I think it's it's a time where we need to talk about social justice. For me, it was a crucial thing to, to think, OK, I, I want to support students, but on what basis? What I want this scheme to look like, not simply to be a support mechanism, but to be a support mechanism of, of a particular kind. So at the heart of this is principles of social justice with the paper is going to, um, to elaborate on, of course. So the way that the mentoring scheme is built is around that. So who takes part in this was a decision based on what kind of mentors, for example, we want to be. So we, we want, as I said earlier, to build those communities. How do you build a community where students can feel they belong? They feel they're not undermined, but they are supported and encouraged. They feel that the university is a place for them. They feel that they can ask students. And I think that the answer to this is that we need mentors who show empathy, are open to, to listen with respect, and so on. So how do we make sure that our mentors get this out of the mentoring scheme is by having in place the right training. And of course, to be trained well means to be trained by experts. And again, you know, uh, the kind of training we gave to our mentors came from our colleagues from support services. So we provided training on how to be uh, an empathic listener. And that was uh, carried out by our colleagues in counseling, we also had training about disability and about using language which is respectful because we are aware that sometimes mentees um, will disclose things to their mentors. They may disclose things about a disability or about mental health issues. So we'd like our mentors to be prepared to, to use respective language and to show this particular empathic listening um, that we want to show. And this training um, was carried out by uh, professional services because we want them to have this high quality training to ensure that mentees feel that they are part of a very supportive community. Thank you for sharing that, Christina. And it's great that you've mentioned students quite a lot in terms of being student-centred within the scheme, but ensuring that there is this social justice and equality within the scheme that and the values and principles you're based on running this. I just want to ask you one quick question regarding working with students. Were you able to collaborate with any students during the development of this mentoring scheme? 
Well, yeah, I mean, collaborating with the students is at the heart of the mentoring scheme because, of course, both mentors and mentees are students. So we had, you know, great relationship with uh, both these groups. We had, of course, you, you, you are working in the scheme, so you had the day-to-day interactions with both these groups. Uh, but also we run a project, it's called um, Students as Co-Creators, where we wanted to evaluate the scheme, the effectiveness of the scheme, and we run focus groups uh, to do that. And uh, the results, the feedback we got uh, from students who took part in the scheme was a very positive one, that indeed they felt that their sense of belonging to the university increased. So that was a great experience. That sounds amazing. And thank you for name checking me. <laughs> for those listeners out there, yes, this is one of another thing that I do on the side. <laughs> so, Christina, at the symposium, you have colleagues coming and joining your session and those perhaps still wondering whether or not they should sign up to your session. What do you want delegates or colleagues to get out of from your presentation? Oh, okay, that, that is uh, uh, <laughs> that's a difficult question. What I think the paper can be useful for is, first of all, to anybody who is thinking about setting up a mentoring scheme. It's a very exciting scheme, but also there are challenges to it. So I think, you know, having a frank discussion about how we set it up and what people can expect can be uh, something useful to colleagues but also colleagues who think about other support initiatives. I also think it can be useful to anyone who's thinking about social justice issues and their application in the classroom, because what I have found is, of course, social justice is is a very broad and complex concept and and quite an abstract concept. How you operationalize it on a day-to-day relationships, that is a really difficult thing to do. So I hope that colleagues who want to implement social justice uh, aspects in their teaching, in their classroom uh, interactions, will find the paper useful. But also in the sense of what initial initial decisions we can take when we design um, a support mechanism or perhaps a classroom activity and so on, what are the initial decisions that we can take may relate to social justice issues. So I think that's another thing that could be interesting for colleagues. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for sharing the aspects that you want colleagues to come and get out of from your presentation. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today's episode. Christina, if people want to contact you for more conversations, how can they do so? Uh, you can email me. I would be very happy to answer any questions or continue the conversation. My email is c for Christina dot delistathy at westminster.ac.uk. Thank you for that, Christina. And I just want to say a big thank you to you again, Dr. Christina Delistati, for joining us today and sharing your work on the Foundation Mentoring Scheme at the University of Westminster. For you listeners out there, do come back next time as I have another conversation with another speaker from this year's Learning and Teaching Symposium. Christina, thank you so much once again. Thank you too. Thank you so much for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Make sure to hit the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening on and be sure to like it and share it on social media, tagging us at the hashtag the Education Burrito. If you have enjoyed our chat today and fancy coming onto the show, no matter as a student or member of staff, do drop us a message as we unwrap learning and teaching in the Education Burrito.